Welcome to Coffee Talk with Liquid Shano 1973. And now here's your host of this podcast, me, Shane Lakita. Hello, Coffee Talkers. How is everybody? Thank you so much for joining again to another episode of Coffee Talk with Liquid Shano 1973. I am your host, as was said in the beginning, Shane Lakita. Here I am up in Maine, suffering through some cold weather, some rain, some snow, all kinds of great stuff as we head into the wintertime season. But I'm here, and I'm holding myself accountable by coming to you and talking to you again on this podcast to have a conversation for me to you and everybody else that's listening right now to this podcast at this moment and this time. There's a reason why I do this, and there's a reason why you hold me accountable every single day to the things that I'm trying to be able to do in my life, in my health journey, professional journey, and family journey that I'm living every single day. So we just came off of, guys, last week I talked to you a lot about what the holiday season looks like and how it starts with the October 31st or the Halloween time frame, rolls through Veterans Day, goes into Thanksgiving, all the way through the Christmas time shopping season, and then Christmas Day, then New Year's, and then you finally are able to breathe a little bit. So what's going to happen to you during this, during this holiday season? Were you successful on Halloween? Were you in a place where you didn't eat all the candy? Were you in a place where you gave all the candy away and ridded yourself of any of that nonsense sitting on your shelves or in your cabinets or for none of those late night snacks? Or were you the other side of the coin? Did you hide some of that away or have some of that left over and just held on to it for emergency services and you've already cracked into it? Because either way, it's okay. Either way, you win, to be honest with you. Okay, the reason you win even though you might have eaten all the candy and you might have dove into the Halloween festivities and went overboard some or anything like that, because today is a new day. Today is a new day that you can then put on the big boy pants or big girl pants and move forward and be able to make better decisions today than you did on that day. See, that's that's the... That's the unique thing about this whole entire situation. We, we think of it as being this long, tedious, drawn-out journey, but each day is a new day, and every experience is a new experience, and everything that we do, everything that we do can be reset, recharged, remotivated, pushing forward, doing all those things just because we have to be able to do that. If you don't feel that way, if you're not in the place where you feel like you can reset and restart the, the engines and refresh the, the moment and the mode that you're in, you got to get there. You got to get to the point where you can. So if Halloween was a success for you, I want you right now to give yourself a high five, to pat yourself on the back, to look at yourself in the mirror and be proud of the things that you did. And all of the things that you put in place. If you put things in steps and measures in place for you to be successful on Halloween and you accomplished it, well, you should be damn proud of that because that's super hard to do in a holiday season. It's super hard to do on Halloween. I mean, there's candy flowing everywhere. The festivities are out. The kids are smiling. They're laughing. They're joking. All the different stuff that goes on for Halloween. And then maybe you went to an adult party and there's lots of beverages and lots of snacks and lots of cakes and lots of goodies and all that stuff. But if you were successful, bravo to you. Kudos to you. 
kudos to being able to be successful when a lot of stuff is thrown at you at every single direction. And if you weren't, that's okay. It's okay. It's a new day. We're heading into November. New plans, new goals, new everything. I know we're already at the 7th of November, but in the grand scheme of things, it's still the beginning of the month. (laughs) So I hope that your Halloween was good. I'm hoping that you had a good time. I'm hoping that you took the time to be able to live in the moment. If you got kids or grandkids and you were hanging out with your grandkids and having them dress up in costumes and be able to have fun with it, I hope that you lived every moment and you loved every moment. I'm hoping that if you went to a dress-up party or a Halloween costume party and you went there and you were able to live through somebody else or whatever else and you were able to have a great time, I'm hoping that you lived in the moment and you didn't stress about all the things that you had to stress about, but you made good decisions. Okay, so the decisions that you made might have been good. Maybe they weren't. That's okay. Halloween's gone, and now we're in November, and we're heading towards Thanksgiving. Now, speaking of November, as many of you know, many years in the past here, I'm sure that on the podcast here back in November of last year and the year before, for the last nine years, I've been doing the fundraising and awareness raising campaign called Movember. Now, this is something that A bunch of guys get together. We team up and girls to become Mo Bros or Mo Sisters. And we all get together and we team up. Now, it doesn't mean we have to be physically together. We can be online friends. We can all get in this big old group and and caravan of people that are online to be able to raise awareness around three different areas of men's health. One of the areas is testicular health. The other area is prostate health. And a third area, which is just super, super important to be able to discuss with men, is mental health. Now, men don't talk about problems, right? Men don't talk about their issues. Men don't talk about their problems. Men don't want to talk to the doctor. Men don't even want to go visit the doctor, to be quite honest with you, because they just don't want to be able to have that conversation. Men usually hide those feelings in. And men don't talk about this stuff. Any woman that's on this right now knows if they have a man in their life, whether it's a dad, a brother, a husband, a boyfriend, a son, any of those, you know that the machismo side of a male usually kicks in and we don't talk about things that matter. We don't talk about things that are important to our health, to our longevity, to our families, to all those things. We avoid it like the plague. It's human nature of a man. So Movember, what it does is, is we all get together and you could, you could celebrate in one of three ways. One of them is a man can clean shave it all the way down, his, his face right down to the bare bones, be able to start growing a mustache all the way through the month. By the end of the month, he has a, a sexy mustache, whether it's a handlebar mustache, whether it's a Fu Manchu mustache, whatever kind of mustache that he decides to use or wear or put on that face. He's able to rock it and be able to have the conversations with other people to be able to say, hey, listen, listen, I'm growing this mustache for a reason. And if people ask what's the reason, then the conversation can be sparked in. We're trying to raise money so that way we can raise awareness. We can raise research money. We can do all kinds of things to be able to help the men that are out there in the world today to be able to get through things that they don't normally want to talk about. So that's one way that they could celebrate. The other way is you could do by exercising during the month. You don't have to shave off the beard. You don't have to go for the mustache. You don't have to do any of that stuff. But you can go for 60 miles during the month. 
Now, let me tell you what a 60 miles represents. 60 miles represents 60 men in the world that commit suicide every hour. That's a pretty sobering fact, isn't it? I mean, it's pretty down in the dumps kind of feeling that men in the world don't have an outlet. They don't have a place they can go to. They don't have somebody they can talk to, although they all really probably do, but they don't use those resources. They don't talk to their family. They don't talk to their doctor. They don't vent about things. They don't get things off their chest. They pent it up. They get all worked up, and it it increases stress and increases all kinds of anxiety and all kinds of stuff. And to be quite honest with you, it's crazy that the, that men outnumber women by double or triple the number of suicides out there. So that's what I chose to do this year is I got a team together and I'm doing the 60 miles for the month of November. Now, I wanted to do it for one of two reasons. One of them is going to be I wanted to do the miles so that way I can go and I can start kickstart my journey again. I wanted to get some exercise in. I've been doing pretty good with my eating, you know, maintaining, losing a little bit here and there, you know, just not really in too bad a shape. But I wanted to get some miles in because I wanted to get back to the basics of what I know that I can do. When I start walking every day or every other day, I lose weight. I get feel healthy. I feel great. My heart's pumping. I got all kinds of great things going for me. My blood pressure comes down and everything. So that's what I wanted to do for myself. But on the other hand, I started the group and I started my page and I'm raising money. And the money that I raise goes towards our team goal. Now, I personally have set a goal for $500 to raise for myself to add to the team totals. And I'm up to $100 on Facebook. If you if you know me on Facebook, if you've seen me on Facebook, you could look up my page at Liquid Shano or you can actually see mine at Shane Lakita or any of the other platforms, Instagram or anything like that to be able to donate to the cause and be able to help support me as I'm pushing for 60 miles in the month of November. So that's an average of two miles a day for any of those that do math really well. And this is something that I haven't been doing. I have not been walking and it's something I wanted to get back to the basics of doing. So it's exciting stuff. And I want to be able to raise awareness to talk about those three areas, prostate health, testicular health, and mental health. And the third way is to throw a party. If you want to throw a big party, fundraising, food, all that stuff, put a tip jar in there for you to be able to give back to the company for them to continue to build on research and development and giving resources to the folks, to the men that are out there in the world that need it. So I'm off my soapbox now for the Movember piece, but I wanted to share that with you because those are important going ons in my life right now. Just since the last podcast, those two things have really been something that are that are important to me right now, and I wanted to make sure that I shared those with you, okay? So my Halloween was good. I did a really good job. I've stayed clear of the candy. Now, there is candy still in my house, but I also have a 14-year-old boy that loves to eat candy. So, you know, one of those things is... It's okay. We put him in his lunches. He goes, he takes them off to school. He does all kinds of different things. I might end up bringing him into my work and being able to set them out on the workspace. But last year when I did that, my wife absolutely lambasted me because she was like, wait a minute, we paid for that candy and we didn't give it all away. So why don't we keep it at the house? Well, it's because I'm a food addict and I like candy and I don't want to do that. So, so we had a little bit of a tiff last year. So I didn't do that this year, but you know, who knows what's going to happen if that candy sits in that little bowl, but I'm doing really good. I have not dove in. I have not cheated on the the direction that I'm moving in right now with the I'm eating right and starting to exercise every day uh, that, that, that I'm out there. And if you want to follow along with the Movember journey, more specifically on Instagram at liquidshano1973 
yeah, I'm on there. I post pretty much every night of when I'm in the exercise or when I'm in the gym and I'm doing things to be able to create that awareness and keep moving forward. Okay, so with those being said, I'm going to get right into the podcast now. Now, I know I'm already almost 12 minutes into this podcast with the intro, but I wanted to share those with you because you guys are important to me and you mean a lot to me and you're like my family. And I wanted to share the things that are going on in my life with you so that way we can talk about it and we can kind of create some awareness together. And that way you can send people my way also if they want to be able to donate to the cause or they want to listen to the podcast. So... All right, we're going to get right into this podcast here. It's going to be a culmination of two different posts that I did when I put out my blog entries on Instagram and on Facebook that really resonated with a lot of people. And I want to talk about both of them on a very high-level piece to it. It might be a little bit longer of a podcast today, so I'm hoping you'll hang on with me and really uh, hold on to the the time frame that I normally try to end the podcast because that's usually only the, the only amount of time that people's attention span can really hold on to because I know that's all I can do. But I really feel like there's a, really gr- a lot of really great content with both of those posts that I made, and I want to make sure I share them with you, okay? Let's get this thing started, and we'll see you right after this little music montage. <laughs> So if, if that music didn't make you dance a little bit or jam out or sit in your seat, bob your head, if you're in the car, jam out a little bit more, I don't know what else will. I'm hoping that it'll put you in a good mood, much like it does to me every single time that I hear it. It's just kind of jazzy and a good feel to it. So, all right. So here's the podcast, guys. And there's a couple things I want to go over with you. Two, like I said earlier, two of the blog posts that I made on Instagram and on Facebook were both similar to each other, actually, because I had the same frame of mind, even though they were based on two different scenarios that were going on. So the first one came up like this. I was having a conversation with a buddy, and we were talking about how I had some frustrations, right? I had frustrations with my work. I had frustrations with my job, the amount of travel, like everybody's job has frustrations with, right? We all have ups and downs. We like what we do, but there are certain things that happen, maybe somebody you work with or for or things like that, that might frustrate you or you get upset about it. And I was sitting there thinking to myself, man, and, and, and mentioning to him that it's just, it just gets to a point where it's just kind of monotonous and it feels like it's, it's, it's overwhelming at times because you want to be the best version of yourself that you can be, but sometimes you don't feel like you can be based on the fact that things go on. And one of the things that he said to me was, is that why don't you change that then? And, and I looked at him and I said, listen, listen, I get paid really well to do what I do. I like what I do. I travel all around the whole entire state. I keep things fresh. I work with business owners. I like the people that I work with. It's just certain days is tougher than others. And he said, no, I, I, I'm not saying that you need to go change your job. What I am saying to you is, is why can't you change it up? Why can't you make it a little different? Why can't you change the way that you do what you're currently doing to make it feel different, make it feel fresh, make it feel new? 
And I said to him, I said, well, I didn't really, I didn't really think about that. <laughs> I didn't really think about the fact that I could, I could just change the, what I'm, my current path of what I'm doing because in this world of business, we're always trying to move our way up. We're trying to challenge our thought process to be able to continue to, if you're, not, if you're relocatable, then you can go to other areas in the company, but, but you have to be able to move and you know, you're restricted and those kind of things. But his point was, if you don't like what's going on, and you don't like where you are right now, then make a change. Make a change that you don't have to change jobs, but make a change in your thought process. Make a change in the way that you act. Make a change in the way that you look at your job. Make a change in the way that you schedule things out. Make a change the way you're a family man. Make a change in something that you're doing that you currently feel as if it's monotonous or tiresome or you don't really feel all that great about it, then make a change. And so here I am. I'm thinking to myself, okay, what? Uh, I, I appreciate your insight. And the bells were going off inside of my head. And I thought to myself, man, I got to really think about this. Because, you know, like I said, I'm not talking about monumental huge changes. I'm talking about just making some changes that are necessary for me to feel like I'm accomplishing things and moving things the right direction. So again, of course, in my coffee talk kind of way, I sat down and I thought to myself, how does this relate to what we're doing here? How does this relate to our health journey? How does this relate to us being the best version of ourselves? How does this relate to all the things, and it's not just job-related, but life-related. And I thought to myself, how many of us that are out there, how many of all the individuals that are listening to this podcast right now, we settle for mediocrity, or we listen to the words of, it is what it is. We just live in the moment of just, okay, you know, this is what I've been doing. This is what I've been meant to do. I'm not going to settle for being anything different than what I am right now because if I rock the boat too much, I might get in trouble. Or if I push too many envelopes, it might not be a very good thing, a business decision for myself or a career path for me, right? I mean, we all, a lot of us sit in that space. But I posted a picture on Instagram and on Facebook that was a picture of a tree. And the tree was in a path and it had a dark setting in the background. And basically it said, if you don't like where you are, move. You're not a tree. (laughs) Because trees are rooted in the ground. They can't go anywhere. They're not going to go anywhere unless you cut them down. And then you kill the tree. So basically what it's saying is you have the ability to move and flex and bend and and change things up and challenge yourself and step outside the normal box and the normal rut of and routine of what we fall into to change things up if your health related journey is consists of a diet or some sort of plan that you're on or some sort of calorie counting thing or whatever it is and it's not working for you then change it up Stop doing what you're doing and change it up. How hard is that? Well, I asked that question because I know it's hard and I've been down that road. I know it's difficult when you're in the middle of the mix of all these things that we're trying to be able to accomplish. We're trying to be able to follow certain plans and eating methods and methodologies and all these different things that we're trying to do to be able to lose weight, to be healthy and those kind of things. But then we get stuck in the rut. Or maybe we hit that plateau and we just keep going. Or then we slide and then we think to ourselves, oh, man, I'm not losing any weight. So what the hell, man? I might as well just keep on eating what I'm eating and be 
make poor decisions and go down the road of doing bad things. Because we've all done it. All of us have been down that road. All of us know exactly what I'm talking about here, including myself. I speak for myself, to be honest with you. And there's been so many times that I sat back and I listened to myself living in a rut and never really challenging myself to be different, to be bold, to challenge the status quo, to step outside the box, to be able to change my scenery. You know, one of the things that I found was, is as many of you know, my journey has consisted of a few things, right? I've done low-carb diets. I've done different things. I did Weight Watchers. I've done all kinds of different things. And one of the things that I found is whatever plan that I was on, if it wasn't working for me at the time that it was working for me, I stuck with it anyway because I felt like it's it just, it's a known, it's a known thing that's going to work. But in all actuality, it would work, but I wasn't putting in the work to, to get it done, So basically, it was my fault anyway. But I got stuck in the rut. I got stuck in the mud. I wasn't doing what I needed to do. So I started to gain weight, and I started to not feel good about myself, and I started to just accept mediocrity and accept failure. And that's not the space that we should be living in. We literally should be challenging ourselves to be the best version of us. Like, if you want to be excellent, then push forward with being excellent. Don't settle for mediocrity. Don't settle for less than. Because if we do settle for less than, then you're only going to fail in the whole journey you're trying to be able to accomplish. Now, like I said, I tied that back to our health-related journey. But isn't it true? I mean, it's so true. Think about your, your career path. You're in this position that you're in. You might feel kind of stagnant. Maybe you feel a little stale. But you don't really know, you don't have any opportunities to be able to move up in the company because no management positions are open or no head sales positions or whatever your job is. And you're looking at it going, I've got no growth opportunities here. I can't go anywhere. And you get frustrated. You get down in the dumps. You start feeling bad about yourself. You start feeling like, oh, I'm in this trap box. I can't do anything. I can't move up in the company. Why can't I do things that I love to do? And then your mind starts taking over with negative thoughts, and you start to beat yourself up, and you start to break everything down, and then you're in this place where it just feels dirty and gross and grimy, right? And, and, and we've all been there. Every one of us have been there. But why do we do that? Why do we settle for the fact that it just is what it is. You know, this is my job, so I'm just going to go ahead and accept it and not push the envelope and try to be able to challenge the things that I do. And I'm not saying you have to go to your job and go to your boss and say, hey, I want a position of authority and I want more pay and I want whatever. I'm not saying to do any of that. What I am saying to you is, is within the role that you're in and the things that you're doing, challenge yourself to think differently about what you're doing. If you've been there for years, change it up. You know, you've been doing the same thing for the last five years, the same monotonous routine, the same things that you're doing, checking in, checking out, doing the things you have to do. Well, change it up today. Look at doing things a little bit differently. Call people differently. Act differently. Smile a little bit more when you're at work. Do something small and minor to be able to change the path of what your normal humdrum day might look like. I think you'll be surprised at how much you can accomplish and how better you're going to feel in the situation that you're in just by changing it up a little bit. And like I said, the change doesn't have to be monumental, but the change can be impactful because then other people are going to see that change that you're making. 
They're going to see the uplifting spirit that you're bringing to the table. They're going to see the method of excellence that you're trying to be able to bring out of everybody around you. They're going to see a personal pride and passion that you're bringing to the table that they haven't seen in a while because this person's been here for five years. They've been doing the same thing. You think they didn't see you getting in the point where you were in the rut? I'm sure that they did. So now, by you changing things up, just small, minor changes, little things that you can do within the role that you're in and the job that you do can only make a positive impact in your life and the people around you. That's a big deal. So again, just like that that visual says, if you don't like where you are, move. You're not a tree. (laughs) It's so simple when you think about it. Because you're not a tree. You can move. You can move to the left, move to the right, duck down, rise up, stand tall, boast your chest out, flex your muscles, do whatever, those kind of things. You can cry. You can smile. You can do all these things because that's what makes us amazing. That's what makes us as human beings amazing at what we are because we're able to adjust. We're able to adapt. We're able to do all these things for us to be able to excel and be able to move forward. So if you don't like the situation, you don't like where you're at, then move. Make a change, okay? So that's the first one. That's the first blog entry that I did that I felt is very impactful and important to everybody that's on this journey together. And like I said, I was having a conversation more about work-related stuff, but then I tied it back to our journey. If you don't like what's going on in your health journey, make a change now before it becomes too late. Make a change now before you're forced to make a change. And that's going to bleed right into what my next topic is going to be with this podcast. This morning, I posted, I put a picture out there, okay, and it has a bunch of stacks. You know, whenever you go to the beach or you go to different trails that you walk on and you see people will stack these rocks on top of each other and these rocks stand through time of rain and wind and everything else. It's pretty amazing that the wind kind of goes around it, but these folks will stack these rocks on top of each other. And that's what I did. I took a, I had a picture of that and below it was a caption and the caption says, don't wait until you hit rock bottom to find motivation to change. Okay. So one leads into the next. First part is change is good. Change is necessary. Change are things that that we we need in life to keep fresh perspectives, to keep relationships fresh, to keep all that stuff. Change is good. But what happens is, is that we wait until we hit rock bottom. Then we find the motivation to change. How many times have we, if you're on a health journey, gained all the weight back that you lost at one time at plus 20 pounds, plus 30 pounds. Now you're feeling like you're at rock bottom. Your legs are hurting. Your blood pressure's back up. You got all kinds of issues going on. You're not feeling that well. You're a little bit older, so you're, you're like you're aging, and, and it's not a good situation. So you feel like you're at rock bottom, so then you, you finally decide, oh, I got to get focused again. Why do we wait till we hit rock bottom or close to rock bottom before we find the motivation to make the change and the difference in our lives. Is that, is it just human nature that causes us to do that? Do are we, do we force ourselves to just sit there and have to hit the rock bottom to feel like that's the game changer? The reason I brought it up is the reason I actually posted about it is, is because I was watching something on TV and it was about an addict on TV. 
And it was about how they hit rock bottom. It was heroin overdose, and it was all kinds of different stuff that they were just hooked on. Normal human beings, normal Midwestern society people that you know were just caught up in the whole opioid addiction and then got into heroin and all kinds of other stuff. And they lost their homes. They lost their family. They lost all kinds of stuff. And they, they got to a point where they hit their rock bottom. They went to jail, all this different stuff. They didn't die, which is good, no overdose. But they hit rock bottom, and then they, they, they were telling their story about how they had to come back. And they had to fight back and claw back into society to find jobs and, and be looked at normal. Or they had to fight back to get back in good graces with their family and be trusted again and not worry about taking all the money and spending it on heroin and whatever other addictions that they have. All these things that they talked about was about the personal journey of addiction and heroin and opioids and all that stuff. But then again, in my coffee talk kind of way, I sat back and I said to myself, this is what we do in our health journey as well, our exercise journey as well. You know, we go through this mode of trying to lose weight, get skinny, do all the things that we want to do, get healthy and all that stuff. And we might be successful for a period of time. And then all of a sudden we start to slide. And I'm going to tell you the story because I know everybody in probably on this, this podcast that's listening to you right now knows exactly what I'm talking about. You, you gain a couple pounds, you start feeling a little bit like, oh man, you know, it's all right though. A couple pounds doesn't really hurt. And so then you start eating some of the old foods that you did or start finding the old habits or the midnight snacks and going out with your friends and eating some chos or whatever else you got going on. You're, you're, you're feeling like you're in the mode and you gain a couple more pounds and then you justify those pounds and then you keep on going and the next thing you know, you're 25, 30, 40 pounds up. And then you're feeling like, oh, man, I'm, I'm out of control. And then if you're out of control, maybe you're getting that mentality of, oh, F it. I'm just going to go ahead and eat anything I want to eat now because I've already, lost, I've already gained all that weight back. And so we get in the mode of you know, just belittling ourselves and, and beating ourselves up and doing all those things. When why aren't we getting in front of it earlier? What's the reason that we have to hit the lowest point of our lives for us to make a change in our life for the better? Why? Any addict will tell you it always takes that moment of clarity, whether it's the moment of death or moment of mortality or the moment of any of those things to be able to say, oh man, I got to make some changes. And sometimes that doesn't even happen even with being faced with mortality. But it takes us to hit rock bottom for us to make changes in our lives? No, it shouldn't. Like if you're feeling like you're starting to slide and you feel like you're starting to have bad moments and you're starting to make bad decisions based on the fact of stress that's in your life or things that are going on, change it up. Make the changes early. Don't wait for it to get to a point where you feel like you're out of control. Do it while you're in control, right? How many decisions do we make based on the fact that we feel like our lives are out of control? A lot of them because we wait for things to start to spin out of control. And then we, then we have to find decisions and then we have to come up with things to be able to put band-aids on situations and fix situations and do all kinds of stuff to be able to work on whatever it is that we're trying to work on based on the fact that our life is swirling all around us and we're falling down this, this, this mountain of a hill to the bottom where we're going to be able to capsize our boat or whatever else, whatever other you know, thing that you want to be able to bring up to describe how it feels when you're in that mode of the life, that life is just crumbling all around you. So we wait for those moments to come around before we make changes and decisions to better ourselves. Like, I, 
I don't know why we do that. Because I know I do it. I'm glad that this time around, I got to a point where I had once lost 100 pounds. And then I gained about maybe 40 of those back. So I was down about 60 total. But I stopped it in, in where it was. And I said, okay, I got to make decisions before I get to the point where I'm back to where I was. And then it's out of control. I'm in control. I can make decisions right now that are firm, that are good, that are going to move me the right direction, and I'm going to be able to be the best version of me if I just take control right now and make small changes. These changes that we talk about don't need to be huge. They don't, be, they don't need to be monumental and mountain-sized. Both of these scenarios of both of these blog posts, if you don't like where you are, then move and make a change or... Don't wait until you hit rock bottom to find the motivation to change. Both of those posts have very similar aspects, don't they? And really, when you think about it, change doesn't have to be huge. Change only has to be a way of thinking. It only has to be a way that you can attack a certain problem or the way that you can be prepared for certain things. Change can be small and minor, but have huge impacts to the overall grand scheme of things. Don't wait for things to get out of control for you to make a change. Make a change now ahead of it to be able to be in control right now in this moment. Does that make sense? Because I think it makes sense to me. I know that for me, if I'm ahead of it, I'm more apt to being successful. If I'm not ahead of it and then I'm out of control, it's such an uphill climb that it feels like Mount Everest that I've got to overcome again to go back to not being where I was once before. Okay, guys. So those are the two blog entries. If you want to check them out, they're both on Instagram and on Facebook on our on our closed group, No Finish Line Nation. If you want to find us there, you can just go right into Facebook, go up to the search bar, type in No Finish Line Nation. You'll be able to request to get in there. And you'll be able to see my posts there. And you can also check me out on Facebook on my Liquid Shano 1973 page. And you can also check me out on Instagram at Liquid Shano 1973. And you'll see those posts on there. Leave me a comment. Leave me a little bit of words on them. I really appreciate everything I ever get from you guys. Because more the more I do them, the more that people it resonates with people. And they can share their feedback or share their stories. I think I had one woman on there, and I know who you are, but I, I won't say your name, but she basically said she suffered, she was an addict back in the day, a drug addict, and she had to hit rock bottom herself. And it's sad that she had to hit that point that she had to go to. Thank goodness that she did. But at the same time, nowadays, you make decisions a little bit more ahead of time to be able to not go down those roads of being out of control. So uh, thank you so much for listening today, guys. Thank you so much for being a part of Coffee